disorders We'll be talking about some games and morals Welcome to the Pyrosaurus Keeping your honest friends won't fool us Welcome to the Pyrosaurus Don't be so rough, it's time for Pyrosaurus Hello, good afternoon, and good evening Welcome to Pyrosaurus I am your host, Ken and with me, we have the man of the hour, Lou. Yo. And Vangirl has no name. Hello. Hello. How, How are, are you guys? I'm good-ish. Good-ish? Ish. Ish. Yes. How are you? Me? I'm, I'm, I'm alright. Just watching the world burn. Mm. It's pretty fun. It's a fire. I feel, I feel very oily today. You feel very oily? I fried a bunch of katsu, and I just like, you know, like how there's just oil vapors in the air? Well, yes, yeah. and splatters, and all yeah, of so that I just, stuff. I just, I just, I smell like fried chicken, and I just like, feel like fried chicken. You, you feel like fried chicken? <laughs> so like, I'm just, I feel like I want to shower, but it's 9.20 at night, so like, I'm not going to. You're not going to after this? No, I shower in the morning. That's the only way I can wake up. Oh, I mean, fair. If I shower at night, then I'll just like... I'm already awake too late anyway, and I will probably wake girlfriend up. She's asleep right now. Yeah. I shower in the mor. I prefer to shower in the morning, but I sometimes will shower twice a day because I will shower in the morning, and then I will get, like, gross because I cook and have children all over me, or I work out, and I'm like, I need another shower. Mm. I'm very Asian. I shower at night. Yep. I always get weird looks and they're like, you don't shower at night? It's like, no. Because, like, especially in the summer, I'm like, so I'm going to shower at night. Yeah. Then I'm going to sweat all night. Yep. You're going to get all gross while you sleep. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I'm just going to go to go to work the next day covered in sweat and the clothes from yesterday. Because it seems like everyone just rewears their clothes. Yeah. M- mother showers in the morning. She's like you, Gil. She needs to wake up. That's the only way she can wake up. But... It's mostly because she wakes up before even me, so... Mm. Yes, I I try and shower, yeah, like, every morning or whatever. Like, like in the mornings. Sometimes we'll be at night, just... Like, if we were out of town, I didn't have time or something. I don't know. Weird situations will arise. We don't need to talk about my showering habits. <laughs> but, yeah. How were y'all's weekends? You do anything fun over the weekend? I watched the roof get torn off my house. In a matter of hours. They had the roof done in a matter of hours. I was very impressed. Mm. Did you help? I did not help. I stood back and watched because I have no training to tear the roof off of a house. And my insurance would probably not cover it if I tried to do that. They're probably like, this is the first week uh, work we had in like months. Let's do it as fast as we can. <laughs> they were so fast. I was very, like I said, I was very impressed. You want to shout out the company that did it? No. <laughs> Mumford and Sons. If, if you're in the redacted area, maybe check out the name redacted company. Yeah, redacted, They're redacted, really redacted. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was this, that was the only exciting thing that happened to me over the this weekend. Is gonna be a, this is gonna be a nightmare. I have my N64 in front of me with two different cartridges, and I keep taking Fidget them out and putting them. them in. <laughs> yeah, I have so much stuff on my desk that's fidgetable, and I need to stop. <laughs> Right. You're gonna get my audio track and you're just gonna hear like I'm just gonna hear a... 
Which is louder, that or keyboard clacking? So you need to wear like a sweatshirt. I, I'm in my basement, so I have like my sweater, my like sweater jacket on that has the the sleeves that have holes for the thumbs. Mm-hmm. So I have like an instant fidget thing because I just push my hand, my thumbs through the little things. So well, no, see, I think Timber's worse with keyboard. <laughs> Tim, see, the thing is, like mine might just be every once in a while. Timber's is like a constant thing. He's writing a thesis. Well, yeah, you would think. So they're clicking or um. Or he's just using his mouse to look up something. Wait, can I make fun of... Yeah, I can probably make fun of Timber. He doesn't listen to this. Yeah, he doesn't listen. <laughs> what did you do over the weekend, Ken? Anything? Nothing? Eh, not, nothing much. Been being a samurai and an NBA player, I guess. But we can get into what we've been playing later on about that. Mm. I had a fairly busy weekend. I had the charity stream with um, Team Redirect on Saturday. Uh-huh. I did yeah, it for 24 hours. I was there from like... It was like 10.30 in my time is when I jumped in because we got time zones mixed up. Mm-hmm. But I did like Banjo-Kazooie for three hours. How was and it? That was a lo- it was fun. It's just um, by like a, like 1 a.m. I was kind of mentally done. Uh-huh. Because it was just like... I'm running around Banjo Kazooie. I'm not. I know I'm not playing this for anything other than just to like. It's my time slot. Like I'm filling time. This is my thing for it. And I was just like tired. And like it's the middle of the night here. It was 4 a.m. in Ireland. So like everyone was like, even like chat was like really tired because some people are, like you know they're like it's middle of the night for me or like you know now it's the morning for them so they're doing other yep. stuff. <clears throat> so it was like it was it was the the quiet time. I was meant to fill the quiet time. I mean it was a pretty good turnout for it. I think we had like. Overall, like average of like thirty to forty people, like across the whole twenty four hours, which is pretty good. That is especially, pretty good, especially since it was um a channel. Like that channel is not super active because it's the team channel, uh-huh. but it was a charity stream for St. Jude's. We hit like we went past our two thousand dollar mark for St. for St. Jude's. We had like a lot of prizes we gave out and stuff uh-huh. like that. We did like ever like almost everyone if if they could did like something for it. Like Lucy Lover did a, um he did Zoolander percent RE two remake. He could not make left turns. <laughs> like there's there's that's his thing he does for different RE games. He does Zoolander percent, which he cannot turn left. And then Crazy Gaming Days did RE three remake with a guitar hero guitar. Nice. So like everyone everyone did stuff like that. And then I'm just like, hey, I got a retro tank. I'm gonna play Banjo Kazooie for y'all. Anything special about it? Nope. It's Banjo Kazooie. But Be still. Special. Yeah, I mean, I was fine. If I knew anything, I wish I knew speedrun tech or anything for that. So I'd be like, here is a pseudo speedrun for Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> Instead, I'm just like, here is a game I just bought off the internet a few days ago, and it got here yesterday. <laughs> I've been Still. having a lot of fun with that thing, though. I've been playing... I I keep buying N64 games, but then I'm like, I want to play you, but I'm saving you for stream, so... It's just I just stare at it forever. I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I want to play you, but I'm playing you on stream, so I have to wait. Like, I just got, like... Four or five N64 games. So I'm like just waiting to play them now. I got Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie, um, Jet Force Gemini. I got my own cartridge copy of DK64 now and Castlevania 64, which is ass. <laughs> that game is ass. So I can't wait to play it because it's terrible. <laughs> the N64 is simultaneously a groundbreaking console and like, I know so many bad games that are on it. It's like, like, yeah, it's, it's like an amazing, like, like there's for all the good games on it, 
there's like five really bad versions of them too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like all the good games are like first party. There's a few that are not first party. Like um, I don't. I kind of have some of the worst. Like I have RE2 on there. It's the worst part port of RE2. It doesn't work with my retro tank because it uses a variable um screen resolution. So it changes every time the camera changes. So it's a nightmare to capture. Oh my what? god! <laughs> I can't even imagine that. What? So like I got this thing. It's called a retro tank. It's retro tank two X Pro. It's an mm. upscaler for old consoles. I can use component, mm. composite, or S video. It will take the resolution and it will upscale it to 720 by 480. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So you get like the best possible 4 by 3 that they can do. It's still 480, but that's like minimum for for HD. It looks as good as it's going to get for most. Like I have S video for my N64, which is as good as it's going to get unless I get it hard modded to be um component. And uh, I, don't, I don't. It costs money. This is my childhood N64. I won't even mod it to play other games. You can break up the clips on the inside, and it will play in other region games. I won't do that with this thing because this is my baby from when I was like ten. Uh huh. But I have it upscale. Like um, I've been using that. Some games it works fine. Some like it's a little like. I mean, it's still an N64, and the cord I got I think is kind of cheap. So, like, there might be, like, a little staticky when the screen's black, but it's mostly fine. Mm-hmm. If the game changes resolutions a lot, it doesn't really work. But there's no compatibility thread for it anywhere. But that doesn't make any sense, like, why they would have it do that. What What was the purpose of, like, was it supposed to enhance, like, the original design of that RE2 port? Was it supposed to enhance it somehow to have that variable frame rate? or whatever? It was, um, so, like, the resolution would change because the backgrounds were changed. Like, um... Some backgrounds, if there wasn't a lot going on in them, might be a higher um, resolution because there's not, like, you know... It doesn't have to render as much. Yeah. So, like, it might be, you know, higher for that. Other ones might be lower to, like, that way they could have more flame effects on screen, stuff like that. Okay. So, like, on a CRT, you would have never noticed this. And maybe even on my cheaper upscale, you might never notice. But the thing is, the problem is the game is too dark. Right. So, I can't use it on anything else. Hmm. Which sucks because RE2 on that is the only, I think, official Resident Evil game with a randomizer built in. I wish I knew I wish I wish knew that game, either version of it, well enough to play a randomizer, because I honestly had so much fun playing the original RE2. I, it was ridiculous how much fun I had playing that. I, like, I'm sad it doesn't work, but at the same time, I'm so burned out on horror games, and specifically Resident Evil again, that, like, I'm just like, well, I'm happy I don't have to play this right now. Well, yeah, and that's fine. But no, it's cool that it has that. There's a lot of extra content in there. It's just the audio is, like, super compressed. And the video is pixely as hell. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like, both a really good port and a very terrible port. I mean, they fit both the discs on one Nintendo 64 cartridge. But, I mean, it's... They lost a lot in the process. It's just amazing to me that how many ports of that there are. I guess there's, there's... probably as many ports of that as there are RE4. Nearly. There's, um, there is a black and white handheld version of Resident Evil 2 on the game.com. It is not good. I don't think there's any music to it. It's, <laughs> it's really funny. But I, I want to get that one and a game.com just because I want more stuff to clutter my house. Well, what is a house, um, without clutter? Um, not Ken's house. Not Ken's house for sure. Ken has more shit than I do. Yeah, I have a lot of crap. <laughs> you have any N64 games you don't want, Kenneth? Banjo-Kazooie. 
I'll take another copy. Yeah, I have that. I have Gex 2, Enter the Gecko. <laughs> I'll take Gex 2. Yeah, you want to do a video about Gex? It's one of my favorite games, too. Uh, I do have multiple copies of Pokemon Snap. I have the... I have both... I, <laughs> I have I have the demos, the, the blockbuster demo versions of both Pokemon Snap and Pokemon Stadium that was included with the Pokemon Snap machine that I have. So it only goes up to level 3, and it adds certain Pokemon that were in the demo only, but wasn't included in the game. So that For Snap? Yeah, for Snap. And then Stadium was just a certain amount of Pokemon for, huh? for, for the uh, rental system. How many copies of Snap are we talking about? So I have two demo versions and two regular versions, so... I will take some... If you want the you demo one, them? yeah, um, I'll have to dig them out. It's yeah, on the other I side. I don't own Pokemon Snap then... at all. Yeah. You uh, know, Pokemon Snap sucks. Yeah, but the the demos the demo stuff is very interesting because, like I said, it included Pokemon that weren't on the original one in certain levels, or they switched up design aspects of it of when uh, events were being triggered because mm. they wanted people to have fun with it, so to speak. Yeah, I get that. Imagine having fun with Pokemon Snap, though. There's a lot of games like that that people think were really good, but they're not. Like GoldenEye 007. That game is a terrible campaign. It's terrible. Oh, yeah, the campaign sucks. Everyone just loves it because of the multiplayer. But... Yeah, but I don't think people remember that. We're like, I remember this game being good. And I played it on stream on Monday. They're like, this was good. I don't know what's wrong. It's like, did you play the campaign? Well, I remember the multiplayer. It's like, you remember the multiplayer. Yeah, that's the... You yeah. A lot, remember of, the campaign. a lot of people... I'm playing the campaign. Yeah, a lot of people are just going to specifically cite that the multiplayer was the only thing. The The single player was god-awful, if I remember correctly. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised a lot of people didn't know there was a single player. Because everyone just played... Like, multiplayer with your friends, it might still even be fun, but I think that would just be like... It'd be like Overwatch. It's fun with friends, but, like, yeah. it's still a bad game. Yeah. This controller is simultaneously amazing and terrible. Which controller? The N sixty four controller. Yeah, it was it was an interesting design. Oh yeah. I think it's giving me. I'm trying to like hold it in a way that it doesn't give me my carpal tunnel pain. It's really. I don't hard. even remember how. I I'm trying to like picture it in my head, and I I, I know. I know what it looks like, but I can't remember like how like, I held it. So picture like the female rep- reproductive system. Well, it's, yeah, like, essentially the, yes. So, like, so the middle, you're grabbing the uterus, then you're using the, the, the one of the fallopian tubes. That whole side is like buttons. That's amazing imagery right now. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looks like. It does look like that. No, you're you're not wrong. You are not like, wrong. It's, it's like really droopy ovaries, but I mean like... Droopy ovaries. <laughs> oh, your girlfriend is like not conscious, but she's literally rolling over right now. In her head, if she heard you say that, droopy ovaries. I'm gonna, I'll bring it up to her tomorrow because I usually say stuff. She's just like, why? That's that's the podcast <laughs> title why? right there. <laughs> droopy ovaries. You've got your title, droopy ovaries. There we go. That'll it's easier. You remind me, I'll forget. That'll get that'll get some like what? Okay. Yeah, I'll put it in the notes. Well, I'm glad you've been enjoying your your collecting your N64 games. Yeah, it's an expensive hobby to be into. Do I do it. can imagine. I'm trying to decide what to buy right now. Here, let me do some timber clicking. Well, that's not as bad. That? 
With timber clicking, I can actually hear it. I'm trying to buy Perfect Dark right now, and Perfect I don't know Dark. how much it's worth. Yeah. Because people are like, well, you can, here's an offer for it. I'm like, yeah, but you're asking too much. I also want Cruise in USA and Diddy Kong Racing. Um, Cruise in USA, I just want. I just want it. If if I can find Diddy Kong Racing, I can give it to you. Cause I, I, I don't want it. <laughs> I, I hate Diddy Kong. Yeah. I hate Diddy Kong Racing so much. But I've been asked to play it. Why do you hate it? Oh, it's so bad. Okay, it's bad. It's such okay. a bad game. Wait. Everyone's like, oh, it's so good. It's like, no, ah. it's not. You, The hovercrafts control like dicks on a skateboard. It's not fun. <laughs> I have no familiarity with Donkey Kong games on any console, on anything. That is a complete, like, that... Donkey Kong is a game series that I have skipped over entirely. So they like, just put when you say on the Switch, so you can play that. It's on the Nintendo Online app. I have no desire to play it. I don't know why. I'm not ne- necessarily opposed to it. I just do not think I can build any affinity for the monkey characters. Like I just don't. And I even feel that more so after watching you play DK64. Even more so, I'm like, yeah, this is something I am not interested in. I'm sorry, Ken, what? Well, what about the crocodiles, the enemies of the <laughs> the Kongs? I, mm, I was you confused. Mean you, don't, you don't like Slutty Kong? Is that is that the one is that the one that came out at like towards the end of the game and like seduced uh King K. Yes, Roll? Yes. Yes. I saw Kong. like I, I was I, I actually was like in a point in my work day where I could like pay full attention to that scene and I was like I do know not I don't know what I'm watching but I'm here for it because it's very unique and oh my god no that's not appropriate what is this what is that why did like, she uh, the fact that she was like a solid like C and then grew like to G from the next picture over <laughs> that is not how this reminds me this reminds honestly the drawing of her for some re- reason reminds me of the whole Tifa controversy with FF7 <laughs> got in this middle picture right here she looks like Maria from Silent Hill 2 <laughs> doesn't she she's going to have back problems she's not going to matter <laughs> all right I want to know what kind of children King K. Rule expects to have with her because that's not compatible. So there are two there are two companies in the world that have basically created furries, or at least, you know, made that more of a thing. <gasps> I, yeah, and it's, okay. It's Disney yep. and Nintendo. Yep. Uh, okay. Again, I'm going to point out again, I am not a furry. I have no problems with them. It's just this is... This is what just an observing, I, observing uh, thing from observation. Does, does Disney, Disney own? For sure. Yeah, does Disney own the? Um, gosh, what was it that Robin Hood? S- no, not Robin Hood. Um, there was something else that I remember. Zootopia. <laughs> no, not Zootopia. It was like from like like the the eighties, the nineties, like a cartoon series. I want to say Animaniacs, but I know that's not right. It was the one with Animaniacs the loo- was nineties. Yeah, yeah. It was the one with the Looney Tunes car character, cartoon characters. Tiny Tunes. Tiny Tunes. Yeah. That's, uh... Tiny Tunes and like that. And I remember people talking about like that was the first time they were ever like, "Oh, this is a thing." And I'm like, it's it's very interesting how our childhood was shaped by anthropomorphic animals. 
I would mm-hmm. I would think uh, Space Jam was one of the things. Yep, too. that was another that was another one that was mentioned. You know how many yes. times someone's mentioned Lola Bunny as being like a sexual awakening for them? Yep. I've heard that mentioned a lot. Yep. <laughs> oh, where was I going though with this? Candy Kong's role in Donkey Kong 64 is to give you instruments and then she gives you health, which she gives you two melons throughout the course of the game for health two big melons now see that's that's okay like that's a poor taste joke but like you're not even trying that hard with that like i that's what they do i point out i'm like i think this is the joke because rare is known for their dirty like 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 uh, multiple like like innuendo jokes stuff like that and someone in my chat's like i don't think that is i'm like the character with like g cup boobs is giving me melons as my health health upgrade while they're staring all the characters are staring at her chest try harder yeah this is the game this is rare (laughs) are you only me to try harder or rare no rare like with the joke like like like, that's not no 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 that's not a new joke like like oh boobs equals melons this is not a new joke it was it was 1997 i know it was a different time nintendo has pretty much never brought candy back (laughs) she's been gone since barrel blast so they didn't even, like, try to, like, change her design at all. They just kind of was like, we're just going to kind of scoot this off the side and pretend it never existed. I've never Honestly, seen this before. I, as Outside of watching you play DK64, I have never seen this character. Yeah, she has not been around since Bongo Blast, which was a Wii game. And that came out in 2007. She has not been seen for 13 years. Probably for the best. A lot of those characters have not been seen. Like... Tiny Kong came back and they aged her up and kind of made her into like a brat style looking thing. They brought her back for that and Lanky Kong, but this Chunky's fucking dead. He's just dead. <laughs> There's been a whole meme called like Chunky Kong is dead. So like in the DK rap, at least this is this is what I've understood from like the DK rap like thing. Instead of saying Donkey Kong is here, people say Chunky Kong is dead. Chunky because <laughs> he died. Because he he dies in the in the intro. They drop a gigantic boulder on him and everyone goes, Chunky's fucking dead. Sorry, it's been a lot of Donkey Kong lately. And I'm just like, but not sure what to do with myself since finishing that game. That's a mood. And especially if you finish something like it's kind of not necessarily, I'm using this word incorrectly because that game is not epic. But it feels like an epic quest that you've been on when you get done with it. You're like, I don't know what to do now. Like, I finished Xenoblade, and I'm like, yeah, I'll start too. And then I'm just like, no. Nah, Donkey Kong for life. <laughs> well, I want to start it. I want to start it. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll do it for, like, a YouTube thing. I even said in my Patreon I would do it. And then, like, there's been, like, no good reaction to Xenoblade. So, like, people seem to be want to just enjoy that one themselves. So I'm just probably not going to do Xenoblade 2 anymore as a Let's Play. But, like, I finished Xenoblade 1, and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I have played this game for, like, 90 hours, and I don't know what to do with myself right now. Like, that happens anytime I play a really long game and finish it. I'm just like, okay, I don't, I have no idea what to do. That's how you I... want to play another game right now? No. Kind yeah. of, but not really. Well, and there are, there are certain games like that, like, where you, where you do, and I feel like RPGs are like that, especially where you finish it and you're like, that consumed so much of my life that I don't know what to do with myself. And I don't know if this is true for anybody else, but I, I saw something somewhere where, where it was a comment that people who have anxiety tend to watch the same TV shows and read the same books over and over again. I'm like, I feel like that's also true with games because I have a very hard time like 
moving on to new games, especially if I found I, one I really liked. I'm like, I kind of want to play this again because it's familiar and, you know. I only rewatch the same, like, three TV shows over and over. Yep. And that's, like, Bob same. Burgers, um, that 70s show, and every once in a while there's, like, a third one that crops up. But it's, like, it's, I mainly just rewatch those shows. Oh, King of the Hill, if it's on. I love King of the Hill. I can I cannot get... Oh, Parks and Rec. There it is. Parks and Rec. Yeah, Parks and Rec is a big rewatch for me. Because you just like you skip the first two seasons and you start at season three and then you just start rewatching it again. Yep. Because there's no reason to watch seasons one and two. Yeah. Or I've been rewatching Shit's Creek because Shit's Creek is actually really really good. It was really well done. So if yeah. any if anybody hasn't seen that, it's part of it's on Netflix. It's absolutely worth watching. It's one of the only time I've seen a, an actual bisexual character play like portrayed appropriately. Which character was it in? Uh, David April? in Shit's Creek. In Schitt's Creek. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about Parks and Rec for some reason. No, 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 no. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. Now, I've, I've heard that show's good. I just, it's a new show, and I might not like it. It's, I, I, I think you would like it. It takes a little bit slow going, but the characters are very, like, out of touch with things, and it's, it's very, very good. It's very dry, so it's very good. So... What have you been playing, Van Girl? Because I love the Donkey Kong talk we've been having. <laughs> <laughs> I have not been playing Donkey Kong. Um, I I actually haven't had a lot of time to play uh, games lately because I've been working a lot extra. I've been trying to play Xenoblade, but um, I'm I have broken down, and I think if I um, I'm going to be getting some extra money from something I'm doing, and. Uh, I'm going to break down and buy a second Switch because I have had no time to play Xenoblade because somebody's either playing Minecraft or Animal Crossing or something else. And by the time I get to have the Switch, I am exhausted. <laughs> mm. Are you just going to get a full Switch or a um, I'm gonna, Switch Lite? I'm going to get a full Switch. Because you can't Switch Lite really bad. You can't stream from the Switch Lite. I would get no, a I would get point. a switch light and just like give it to my family, but they use it on the TV so much. I'm like I'm just gonna get a full one for myself. So, but that's kind of what I've been playing. I was really looking. I'm going to start playing Catherine here as soon as I can have time to stream again. Because I've heard you talk about it so much that Ken that I'm very intrigued by it. Oh, for Catherine? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That that they'll. I'll probably talk about it again when we go into questions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but as for me, I've been playing a couple games actually. So I did what I did uh, last week, or I said last episode. I played Child of Colossus, and this was my first time playing it all the way through. And as a person that has no real connection or nostalgic collection towards the series. I can proudly say that the control the controls for it is ass. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate using aggro. I hate using the horse. Aggro. And I, you know, when it, this is going to be a little bit spoilers. So if you guys really care about this, near when you faced the last Colossus when he fell down that bridge, I was like, fucking finally. <laughs> I was. I, I, I was so mad <laughs> at writing writing him especially on the 14th colossus you have to use him specifically to um 
fight this flying colossus and you got to use him to hit the air sacs underneath the colossus so that he can glow lower and my friend who played it and really really likes the game says oh no 14th is the most funnest colossus you'll ever have but because the horse controls are ass and mixing with the jumping controls which is overall ass i kept missing the colossus to jump on him to go up in the air and do his stupid swing and attack and stuff so that it 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 was no fun i i did beat it within like two to three days but it was like i was the last couple of colossuses i was having no fun if i were to give it a a rating i'd say seven because i i hated the controls the controls were so bad but you played on ps4 right yes Okay, yeah. I thought they would have been better. They they have a they have new new controller remappings, and I did play classic remodel, which just changes one or two buttons. But even so, the 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 remapping for it could be is still ass. Now, maybe if I play it modern, maybe it'll be a bit better. But I don't see myself going back to it anytime soon. The problem with games made by that company is everyone loves them, but they're all they all play awfully. They all play like ass. That company cannot figure out a way to make their games play well is like default. Because like Last Guardian had ass controls, Eco has really bad controls, and Shadow of the Colossus always kind of had too. The PS4 like, version is the one I have that I haven't been able to play, but I am wanting to play it. I mean, it's it's a good game overall, I'm, but like for me personally, the controller, the controls were kind of difficult to do. Like yeah. getting getting to a certain point, um, your horse slows down at certain areas, so it's really inconvenient for me if I just want to bum rush and go to the area. So right. it was much faster to get off the horse and run, and then call him later, than to jaunt on down with the horse on with the horse with you so it's like breath so. of the wild mm, in that aspect kind, because that's what i did with the horses in breath of the wild i was just like nope i'm abandoning you yeah i like, never use them after a while i'm just like this is a terrible way to cover gra- ground quickly i'm just gonna fast travel mm-hmm. well yeah like, as soon as thing, you unlock the fast traveling that's the only way to go like the only thing you should use a horse for is for taking screenshots and video yeah <laughs> that's the only reason you would do that in breath of the wild yeah, so I mean, it's a great game. I like the story as little of it as there is. It really ramps up pretty much as at the last Colossus. Mm-hmm. So, and I would highly recommend people to play it, but I would just caution them that if you are used to modern controls, the controls might be a little bit finicky to your liking. So mm-hmm. that that'll be my only concern about it. I've well, wanted yeah. to play that for a while, but I'm just like so disinterested at this point to even want to bother with it. Yeah, I, like like I said, it was a good fast game to kind of quench my thirst, so to speak, before before I got onto Ghost. So, but but besides besides Colossus, uh, Shadow of Colossus, I've been also playing <laughs> NBA 2K20. <laughs> Which is like garbage fire for sports games for me, but it's 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 all right. I I played through the quote unquote story 
what level little of it there is for the my I, career. I love that this uh, that the sports games have to have some kind of a story in them. It's like because you're the downtrod. Oh yeah, I I came from high school or I came from college and I gotta make my shot to become the NBA pro. And they kind of they kind of make a a structured story about mm-hmm. it. It's it's really funny. This year they have um. Eris Iba or whatever his name is. Idris Elba. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. I'm like forgetting how to pronounce his name. Yeah, so he he was in this game, mm. and, and then Rosario Dawson was also in this game for some strange reason. But yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. Like I said, I like to play sports games because I like to critique them on their. Okay, so how are you gonna get into the NBA or NFL draft this year? <laughs> but there's like little to no say about the story after that. So I've been just playing NBA. And because I only play it every four years, every shooting control is changed. So <laughs> I was so used to NBA 2K17's shooting controls that NBK 2K20's one is a little bit different. But um, it's, it's all right. But besides that, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima. How's that? You and everybody else is that is that good? As of right now, I'm giving it a solid eight. I feel like it's the, it's made by one of Sony's like second rung studios, just like Days Gone. Yeah, it's it's like the double A game from from Sony right now. Yeah, well, it's 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 good. The story and the overall atmosphere of it is very very good. I'm giving it an, an eight or an eight five right now because of one thing. It's their hit detection and. Like jumping animations is super freaking wonk, and mm-hmm. for example, you're able to jump all over the place. You're able to climb stuff and all that stuff. However, there are certain rocks that you're not able to climb, and because of that, you just slide down. But the animation of you sliding down is the same animation for you falling. So I don't know what is safe, what is a real rock to kind of land on, or what is <laughs> these sliding rocks. And I died several times because. Just trusting that, oh, okay, I think I can jump over this, and it wasn't a rock that I was able to land on, and I died off a mountain. <laughs> so there, there's some wonk with it, but besides that, it's been it's a really beautiful looking game. I've been really liking it. The what what's funny is they do the reverse dubbing for Japanese dialogue, so it's a it's a Japanese inspired game made by a Western company. So the lips and word verbiage of all the characters in the game is based in English but if you put it in Japanese they have the English words still coming out even mm. though the Japanese words are either done or they're cut short so it's reverse lips like reverse lip um, <laughs> yes dubbing <laughs> yeah yes so it's, it, it's quite funny when you see it and they they added a couple words that fit the Japanese vernacular and vice versa. I did buy the, the Super Collector's Edition, so I have the, the, the of lovely... Of course you did. The, I have the mask because I'm a fucking weeb, yeah. So I'm wearing that and then the Persona 5 Royale <laughs> Phantom Thieves mask. And I feel like, huh, ah, yeah, this is... Now no all women like... will want me. Yeah, now no women will want me. Doubt, <laughs> I am now officially undateable. Yeah, 
I just no, I was like, oh, I wore I wore the Phantom Thieves mask, and I was like, huh, this is in even my final form, and I wear the Ghost of Tsushima mask. Ah, I feel complete. Now no one will want me. <laughs> I can just picture you going on a date, and they're like, are you gonna wear a mask? You're like, oh yeah, baby, I will. And you just show up, and you're wearing the Persona mask. She's like, oh. <laughs> like this thought. This is what I thought you meant. Yeah. No, it's it's funny because this the the Ghost of Tsushima's like the Oni mask isn't. It's not a viable wear mask, I'll tell you that much. Because <laughs> it, it has a stand and everything. There's nothing that you can, like, customize to put on. So, I have to look up what this mask looks like. Yeah. Well, internally. Yeah. The only thing I know about this game is that everybody on Twitter is posting really interesting screenshots or clips from it. And, like, that's... I thought it was a horror game when I first heard it. I was like, was this a new scary game? And then I started watching clips and I was like, oh, I don't think it's a horror game. Uh, If I'm playing it, it's not a horror game. (laughs) (laughs) I am now looking up masks for this. Oh, oh, those are, wow. Yeah, those are the Oni masks. Oh, those are scary. Yeah, so. It's it's interesting, though it does entice me to go island hopping to Tsushima and then maybe Korea after that <laughs> when the world opens in 2023 it's Tsushima the one that's like the, one of the contested islands yes it's the it's the island that's right in the middle of Korea and Japan this is an interesting area for the game to be set in <laughs> yeah this feels like it's probably very very super Japanese propaganda <laughs> Let's just say this much. I don't think this game is going to be sold to Korea. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm having fun with the game right now. I'm enjoying. I, I do like the no HUD aspect of the game and just using the wind. And they use like nature and stuff like that to kind of guide you to certain events in the game. So they, they have like this golden bird. Oh, and they have a fox that takes you to these dens and you can actually pet the fox occasionally when he when you get like a reward or something like that. I do like that that the fox stays around and you can pet him. Mm. So all in all it's a, it's a good game. I I if it's a nice swan song for the PS4 so to speak and mm. I know for a fact that I'll enjoy this game much more than I had the 20 minutes I played The Last of Us 2 with. <laughs> so. Hmm. But, yeah. That's, that's pretty much all I've been playing. And that and Clubhouse games. Because, yeah. Hmm. Lou, what have you been playing? Um, been playing a lot, I played a lot of DK64 on stream. <laughs> played like t- that for two weeks. Got 101% after having a mental breakdown. And saying it wasn't going to do it. It took me minimum 48 hours and, and 30 minutes. That's not with any of the resets. It's just what my, my save file had at the end. Oh, Painful. So like, it's probably closer to like 55 or 60. Um, and also I did a lot of practice offline of like some of the mini games. And then I did a video on it. So you should go watch that video episode of Retrosource if you haven't about Donkey Kong. Because that's probably <laughs> my most like stream persona like like video i've ever made where it's yeah, like most brutally less... honest opinion about the game yeah because usually i try and be like as positive as possible i'm just like fuck it there's n- i'm not going to and like i hate donkey kong 64 so i bought two copies of it on 64 
You I hated Seabot Two the other one. Well, the Japanese one comes with the box and all this stuff, and it looks neat. And then I'm like, well, I want an N64 copy. And I've recently just added a thing to my um, a community goal on Twitch that if um, they they reach it, I'll delete the save file of my 101% and do it over on N64 just to see how mean people are. Outside of that, I, I will I play... pray. I will pray for you and your sanity, my friend. Because oof, yeah. it's whatever at this point. <laughs> Outside of that, I've been playing a little bit of Banjo Kazooie. I played that on stream today. I've been playing the the GBA game of that Grunty's Revenge off stream, and that's a nice little like Banjo adventure. That's just like isometric and fun. It's nothing like too deep. It's a really short game, but like I've just been playing it here and there, like before I go to bed. And then I just bought Ukulele and the Impossible Lair. Fun game. That game has ass load times, though. Oh, my God. It takes forever for something to load in that game. I bought it on Switch because I wanted to play it handheld. I put it back in the dock immediately just to load the level. It was taking so long, and there's no progress bar to tell you how long it's taking. So that's even worse. So you don't, you don't know how far along the load you are. It's like, this is taking for fucking ever. There are so many games like that where it's just like the spinning thing or, or something where it, you don't know how long it's going to be there or if maybe it's just kind of stuck. Yeah. Progress bars are great so we know how far along in the load you are. Please do that for now on. The game's fun. It plays like Donkey Kong Country in a way, but like with the ukulele... um um flair to it which makes sense because like ukulele was supposed to be like the the former developers of rare made platonic and like they even have grant kirkhope who did the music they got like everyone together and they made ukulele which everyone took as a banjo style platformer it's honestly more like dk64 and then there's the sequel to that's a 2d um platformer with the same similar style and it's more like donkey kong country so it's, I'm wondering what they're going to keep doing, if it's going to be more like they're making actually their versions of Donkey Kong games, which we no one really realized. So it, they've been fun. I've been getting a lot of N64 games too, like I said, and uh been just wanting to play them. <laughs> I just want to play them. I want to use anything I can with my retro tank right now, but instead I've just been playing with this uterus-shaped controller. <laughs> I mean, that's really it. Like, I've just been playing Donkey Kong on stream. And then when I would get off stream, I didn't want to play anything. <laughs> I didn't want to play anything. I feel like Donkey I feel like Donkey Kong and Kazooie are both loved by a very select group of people who often don't have any relation, like, anything to do with each other. Like, is there much community crossover in those games? I mean, they're they're you, both collect-a-thon games, but they're very different from each other. Fan, if you're a Nintendo fan or a Rareware fan, you probably like both. Or I like Timber. Banjo or Timber. I like Banjo-Kazooie the most. It's The first game is a very easy 100% collect-a-thon. There's one thing that's really annoying about the game, and it's you pick up 100 notes in every level. In Banjo-Kazooie, when you leave the level, it doesn't save which ones you picked up. It saves which ones you picked up, like, before. So, like, if you pick it up again, it still counts as that same one. But it doesn't save that you have gotten it yet. DK64 does do that. When you pick up a banana, you it keeps it saved. Um, I think Tui might even make it, might keep the, the, the notes for you. And then later versions of Banjo-Kazooie on Xbox, they when you pick them up, they're, they're done. So, that's, like, the one annoying thing is when if you die, 
and you go back to the beginning of the level, you have to pick up all the notes and the Jinjos one more time. So that's the most tedious aspect, but other than that, it's a very easy 100% collect-a-thon game. It's not too long, it's not too difficult, and like there's interesting speedrun tech for it as well. But like it's a very quick one. Like I'm, I'm like uh, two thirds of the way through already today, just from one stream, of getting 100 percent of everything in the game. So it's an easy, it's an easy collectathon. Because like when it's I when easy, I think of, it's not too long. It's not like Mario where like some of those levels kind of get impossible. Yeah. Everything's roughly doable, and there's always something to do. You can unlock several worlds at one time as long as you have enough notes and jiggies to open those doors. But so like you you need ninety four out of the hundred to beat the game, but you don't. So there's six if they're like more difficult. You don't have to get them, and it's really like rare that there's um a level in the game that's way too hard. So, like, my it's only, fun. I yeah. think it's a really one good one to jump into. My only experience with that is watching you play it, to, like watching you in the background play it today, and then watching Okami play it like a year and a half ago. I love Banjo so much. Those are like my childhood games right there. It's like Banjo-Kazooie and, like, Paper Mario. Like, if we want to get out of the Pokemon, because Pokemon doesn't count. Pokemon aren't real games. Was I read something earlier today. It's like, sorry, women. Animal Crossing and Pokemon aren't real games. Real gamers will play things and, like, one on this long rant and gatekeepy, like, sexist bullshit. I'm like, oh, my God. All right. <laughs> trying, to figure oh. out I trying to see All if, right. let me see if I can find it again, because it was hilarious. Like, who is gets, who's this mad? Who's this, like, butthurt about their hobby that they, they don't want to keep let people in? Hey, man. That's how real gamers are. It was something like, some people think 100 hours is enough in a game, but, like, most of us don't have any problem putting 300 in there. I'm like, I ain't putting 300 hours in more than one game. Put that in Animal Crossing. I'm not doing that again. There are games <laughs> There are games I have put that much time into, but it's because I've played them, like, multiple times. Yeah, and it's, like, multiple, like, um, playthroughs over. And it's like, is this the same game you're playing for 300 hours? Like, in the same playthrough, maybe you're playing the wrong games, bud. Yeah, I don't know how many hours we have in Animal Crossing, but um, if I do get a Switch, I'm getting my own cartridge for it so I can have my own island, but my kiddo and I are actually talking about, like, completely redoing ours because we got bored, so. Yeah, I'm very done with Animal Crossing at the moment. Yeah, you've said that a couple times, and I get, I get that. Like, as someone who, um, actually, my my kiddo is actually playing New Leaf, and she's having more fun with New Leaf than she, I think she is with New Horizons now. But like for me, it's still novel because I never played any of the earlier ones. She wants me to get mm. her, um, the one that was on the Wii, she, uh, City Folk. She's, she says she wants that for her birthday. Really? Yes. Of all the ones to one. I, she, I don't think she knows any about, uh, anything about them. She was just like, there's one for the Wii and I want that one. So I'm like, okay. I guess if she's played New Leaf and then like the only one back from that that's like playable is City Folk. So. I was going to say, is what system was Wild World on? Uh, DS. Okay, yeah. So she doesn't have a DS. City Folk? I don't know how easy it is to find that one. I used to have it, but I don't have it anymore. I can look for you as well. I just assumed I'd be able to find it somewhere online. I haven't If you looked. go look for it in the store and you come across Donkey Kong Barrel Blast, can you please pick it up for me? Okay, Donkey Kong Barrel Blast. Oh, look, I found it on yes. Amazon for ninety-one sixty-four. <laughs> I will Blast? absolutely I found... be paying $91 for a game that was no, released no, 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 no. in 2008. If you find it in the store, it'll cost like $5. I know. Because it's a piece of shit. All right. 
Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not paying that much money for it. It just, I've I've been seeing that a lot when I'm looking for games online. Like I will go to one site and the price for them is absolutely astronomical. And then like, as much as I hate GameStop or anything like that, if you go to that, it's like this is a reasonable price. What is happening? I, I've been looking at stuff from GameStop because I had to I had to go pick up ghosts from there. They had Legend of Lagaya for twenty four. And I was thinking about that. But Are also sixty four games at yours? Uh there's a couple. I'll uh I'll let you know when I see anything. They had Sega games too. The book off that we have always has a couple of stars or diamonds in the rough, so to speak, too. Hmm. So but if there's anything that I say I'll uh keep my mind or my eye out. Is there any news that we want to, to talk about? Um, do you want to get the Nintendo Direct out of the way? Yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, we'll probably talk longer about it than the actual Direct, but... Yeah, the Nintendo, Nintendo announced a Nintendo Direct Mini. The Minis yes. are only ever usually like maybe 15 mm-hmm. minutes tops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give or take. So, so obviously, um, with the information they gave us, which was this was going to be about third-party partner publishers that Nintendo works with. So that meant that we were going to get things from, you know, Smash Brothers, Breath of the Wild 2, Xenoblade 3. Prime 4. Prime 4, all these things that are, you know, first party ones, even though it's a third party partner thing. So everyone's mad because they got exactly what Nintendo said they were going to do. Mm -hmm. But we did get some cool stuff from that. Um, Let's see. The first one, let me go. uh, Let me get the ones I don't care about out of the way first. I'm trying to find a list of the one the things that happened. Are we gonna talk about SMT? Yeah, we'll get to that. Those are the ones I care about. Ah, okay. Um, what what what, what do they announce? What were the other ones? Uh, I know Nocturne, but I don't know anything about that. That's SMT. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, Cadence of Hyrule gets five characters and songs and more story mode like coming and already did get added. So yeah, the Cadence is char- getting more DLC. The characters got released right after, I think. But Cadence is a game I'm very split on. I like the music, I like the idea of it, but I don't find it to be a fun game whatsoever. I still yeah, need to get was, that and play it. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask your opinion about this, Fangirl. I haven't I, I, played that one. I really want to because it, seem, it seems like it's right up my alley because it's a rhythm game mm-hmm. and I, I think I would like those, but I've never been able to get into one because I haven't been, ever been like attached to characters. And since this is a Zelda game, I would just automatically be attached to the characters. And I've mm. heard it's good, um, but I, I just I haven't gotten it. I don't have it. My biggest yeah, problem cause... with it is it's roguelike or roguelite maybe then. Mm-hmm. And it's, I just find it to be too punishing. So I'm like, why am I dying so much? So fucking much in like what's supposed to be even easier than Necro Dancer, but I'm like I just want to get through and you lose everything mm. every time you die except for like main weapons, but you don't get those all that often. So it's like I feel like I make no progress in it. So like it kind of takes all the fun out of that game, in my opinion. All yeah. the fun gets sucked out of that game because you just die all the time. Yeah, if you can't pro- if you can't progress in a game, yeah, you can't. It it does lose its charm. I think it looks nice. I think the gameplay of hopping around, I do like that. And the music is great. 
It's just the core system of like how much you lose and how punishing it is, I think makes that game so unfun. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, I regretted spending my $25 on that game when I bought it and I still am not too sure I, I'm okay with how much I spent. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still like not happy about it. It's like it's too much of a try hard indie like hard difficult game in my opinion. Hmm. So there was that. There was uh, I know this is a game that you don't care about, but I'll somewhat care about it. Is the WWE 2K Battlegrounds, which is their their battle arena wrestling game that is going to come out. It it, it looks all right for what it is, and it's it's kind of like WWE All Stars, which was really fun. It's more of a party game to be like, oh yeah, I know these these wrestlers, and they're like cartoonishly over muscled and stuff like that and it, it looks like a very interesting game because you yet you can like throw people at crocodiles it's and stuff like that it's pretty fun uh besides that there's also this game called rogue company which is a cyberpunk style third person shooter i don't know how i like i feel about that personally but that's because i don't really dig cyberpunk as an aesthetic mm. mm-hmm. i need to look at that one someone brought brought up they're like should i not spoil that this game happened they said to me in my chat i'm like well you just did and yeah. i don't care though but I, I didn't bother looking into it yeah I, I, like i said i i'm not into this certain genre and i know everyone's probably just especially uh, mujihi and my other friend they really like cyberpunk so they're waiting for for 2077 to come out and I could care less, honestly. So, but that th- those were the main things besides mm-hmm. the other major thing, which was um, SMT. Yeah, Shimagami Tensei is getting a remaster of Nocturne, which I'm actually really excited about. Does it I'm, have voice acting this time? I would be. I was surprised about that. I, it looks like it was going to be or going to have it. I hope because, so, because that's one of the biggest problems with Nocturne is there's no voice acting, so it's just pure silence all the time. Yeah, A lot I, of I, PS2 I, games that that um, Atlas made have no voice acting, so it's mm. just pure silence all the time while looking at characters who aren't animating. Yeah, so I hope because they're doing a remastered version of this that they would at least take the time in to, to do voicing. To. And, and it, it's it's not even being released this year. It's being released in 2021, so... And then Shin Megami Tensei Five is also coming with a really stupid-looking main character. That main character's character, like design is really bad. Yeah, it's, it's really bad. But then again, it's the the only fifth in the series that people weren't caring about to be ported on the Switch. But yeah, a lot of people were mad about it. And it's like we've been waiting for news for this forever. Like yeah. Persona, like go play your school simulator somewhere else. Yeah, like I I, I like. I like SMT to a certain extent. Nocturne was one of the, the, the first games that I played, so I'll be happy for this HD remake. Uh, I, I played for, I played the, the mobile game. The card game was really god-awful, but that, that wasn't something for me. But the, the fifth is something that looks better. Maybe they'll tweak the, the character designs if people aren't too thrilled Receptive. about it, so to speak. Like, I just, it looks really bad. The haircut looks really bad. The face is generic Atlas art style, but like the face looks really bad. Yeah, it's some generic Japanese art design that they have for for specifically this series, I think. And like, I wish people would like get get over the Persona thing. Like, Nintendo gets mainline mainline SMT, Sony yeah. gets Persona. 
Yeah, like that's that's, that's the whole thing that be. I think of it. That I I would love to play SMT again on the on the PlayStation, but because I guess that's how Atlas likes to split their workload, they'll be like, I hope Persona is going to be PlayStation and SMT is going to be strictly Nintendo, mm-hmm. and that any other like out spin-off games will go on both or whichever. Mm-hmm. There must be some like thing in line with them where they have it like set with those companies because I know Nocturne is coming to Switch and PS4, which it needs to come to PS4 because it was a PS2 game. Yeah. And Switch gets all the the games now. I really wish 4 was getting a remaster. I don't really give a shit about Apocalypse. No one needs to play that ever again. Yeah. Cuz I just would like to see 4 style in better graphics yeah 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 it's uh, it's interesting though but you know a lot of people ju- they just want their jrpg mobile now and mm-hmm. it's kind of i <laughs> i understand to a certain point because it's how I, that's the whole reason why i really did like golden i, I loved four to three and four to a certain extent but having portable and golden to go whenever i could and stopping oh, I mean... it it's, it's I mean, I'm the same way. I, I love playing games handheld, and RPGs are best for that because I can grind on, like, especially with Switch, I can grind on TV, or, you know, play yeah. it on TV, story on TV, grinding on handheld. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand the appeal of it, but it's it's just how it is as of right now, and I, I hope that... The fandom isn't going to be all uppity about it. I know they were threatening Atlas about it too, just so yeah, because, because they they couldn't get it. Stop threatening game developers, or just like stop threatening people online because you get mad at things. It, like, yeah. yes, that's a, we can just have a general consensus about that. Yeah, like, just in general, be nice don't to people. threaten people. Jesus Christ! I mean. Like I said, it's it's all right that you guys want that, but don't be going out and attacking these people. Same for the, the, the Last of Us Two stuff. I, mean, I can't believe that was happening, but <laughs> people are human. They're human. Like, oh, anyway, yeah. Yeah, and they were going boy, and they're saying, "Oh, yeah, f Nintendo because of the direct mini stuff." Um, they yeah. literally, I mean, in the actual description, they said it was just going to be. I, I still, I, I did not understand why people were so upset that it was. What because it was. Nintendo's been quiet for like for a while, so they're just like, "We're not getting any news." Well, it's like, do we like we, like just give it time. Like it's everyone else is announcing their shit right now. We're it's not, not like we don't have things to play. Yeah, it's like well, we're, aren't we're not out. getting any news because there's just so much going on. Yeah, like, Nintendo like just, is not that stupid to butt in and say, "Don't forget about me." When, when Sony and Microsoft are literally having a pissing contest right now, I I don't understand why their fandom wants to be like, "Oh, don't forget about me," but I need to be in this conversation also. You don't because it's literally a different crowd at this point. I don't I don't understand why they're trying to be like, "Oh, well, this direct is going to be the one that rivals everything else because of it being a third-party thing." It wasn't. It, it wasn't. I don't know why people were thinking of that. Like Nintendo's okay, Nintendo's in its own sphere. Like is it so much in its own sphere and not a like not a competitor that Microsoft puts games on it? Yeah. 
because it knows that it's going to sell well. It like nin- like Nintendo's ecosystem is going to sell well. It sells gangbusters, mm-hmm. and Microsoft wants some of that money because they know it's not a direct competitor. Mm-hmm. They put Ori to I think like all their main games like within reason. Like you're not gonna, probably not going to see Halo Gears or Forza. Other, Forza. Forza. I was like, what other franchise did they have? I would not be surprised if we see a rare replay on Switch soon. Or, oh you know, yeah, no, like the most next definitely. Year. Because with Banjo coming to Smash, I really think we might see a rare replay on Switch because it's where the core audience is for those games. Right. And, like, it's already been on Xbox for long enough. They should honestly just port it over. Or, like, even if you do a drip feed of, like, a few of the games. Or, like, only let Nintendo have the emulated old versions of them. Do that. Like, I I will rebuy the N64 version of all those games over any of the HD ports. Right. I would rather do that. I'm more surprised that they didn't do that when the announcement of banjo was on smash that they i would didn't have loved to it. have seen banjo one and two like release that day or something like even if they want to keep nuts and bolts off the system fine no yeah, one's yeah, it anyway yeah. no one's gonna I'll, be playing that anyway but <laughs> i like the game but i know no one wants it yeah but yeah that's that's it that's it for the direct stuff i guess there's really yeah. not been a whole lot of news about anything uh-uh. yeah it's all oh, just waiting everything is for tomorrow that's why <laughs> What's tomorrow? The Microsoft Showcase. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll see what comes up then. If they yeah, announce Banjo-Kazooie for Switch tomorrow, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, yeah. It's, uh, nah, it's, it's all their first-party stuff, so they're probably going to lean very heavily into Halo and maybe an announcement of Gears. I didn't even know that was I, happening. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to happen tomorrow, I think. Let me just double-check that. I would love to see a new game from Rare, whatever they're going to come up with, or like a, a remake. I just want, I'm on like in the kick for it. I would like them to see like a remake of Banjo, but I would like to see them get Playtonic to do it. But I don't think they will. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'm surprised I hadn't heard anything about that. I've actually been like paying attention to gaming news, and I haven't heard a single thing about the Microsoft showcase. I will tell you how big Microsoft is nowadays as far as like stuff like no one it's kind of like a no one care ah the 23rd it's in two days but regardless it's in two days <laughs> it's it's mostly going to be halo and it's probably going to be gears and whatever random stuff they have i don't i would be very surprised if they don't if they don't if they don't unveil the release date or the the price if they aren't, then they're literally having a pissing contest with Sony, and I'm, like, fucking over it at this point. Did you see the snake in the sweater and started laughing? Yeah. <laughs> He's cozy. He is cozy. Well, Listen, that... the middle section of him is cozy. Yeah. I mean, that's where his body is, technically, right? <laughs> what? Wait, what part? Where does the neck start on this? I was going to say, what, what is the rest of him, then? It's its tail it's and his, the neck. It's his <laughs> knee. It covers his knee. Imagine just being like a noodle like that, and that's just your life. All you do is God. look for rodents to swallow and slowly digest. I don't know if he eats. I don't know if he's that type of snake. I don't know what he does. Well, if he doesn't what, eat well, small mammals, what does he eat? Does he eat bugs? Crickets, crickets. maybe. Yeah, well, I I wouldn't know because snakes are illegal in Hawaii. So, 
But isn't that because they have a problem with invasive species? Like, they have another problem with an invasive species? Well, yeah, they they had that, and then the mongoose came, and we introduced the mongoose to the, the We have too many snakes. Let's get a mongoose. Now we have no snakes. Now we have an, we another have, like, invasive species. Like, we have a sh- shitload of mongooses that, like, in our back roads are just roadkill. Fun. Lovely. We have I remember, possums and uh, raccoons for that. Yeah, I remember when I was taking doing driving lessons, and my two, my driving instructor, uh, we were going through the back roads, and we saw this this thing on the road, and I didn't know what it was. And my driving instructor was like, "I oh, just go over over it. It's probably like garbage or something like that." It was a bump, and I looked behind. After I looked at the bump, it was a mongoose. <laughs> so I just ran over a mongoose. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> So, like, whenever I go through the back roads, because th- that back roads is, like, literally right where right where my house, the, the intro to my cul-de-sac is, the, in- uh, the entrance for it, anyway. So, it leads into there. So, it's just, like, every time I take that back roads, I just think of that one time I was <laughs> learning how to drive. This is, this is the part of Potosaurus where we discuss animals, because I am now looking up what a mongoose... Don't look for more cats. No, I was looking up what a mongoose looks like, and I was trying to determine... Oh, they're the cat family. That's... I thought there was going to be, like, a weasel. Like, related to the weasel, but no, they're related to cats. They're related to cats? Uh-huh. Uh, I don't I don't, I don't. think we want any of those strays there. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure... Nope. Yeah, meerkats, hyenas, cheetahs, fossas, or fusa. Yeah, I expected weasels. But yeah, moving on from snakes and mongoose. Yes. <laughs> and the Xbox stuff. Uh, or do we want to talk about the lovely thing that's going on with the streaming community right now? I mean, I think we touched upon it a little bit last time. The basically, I don't know what, what is the best way to describe it. It's kind of like the Me Too movement of the, like the gaming industry. Has it specifically? Uh, yeah. Has it specifically just hit speedrunning, or is it? I mean, because it happened in so Smash. It, so it started, it had its origins in English wrestling, apparently. Yes. Uh-huh. And then it started hitting the, um, like, big, like, um, like, um, at, why can't I, like, it started hitting, like, game developers and publishers, which is still hitting it with, with Ubisoft, who is apparently run by terrible fucking people. Oh yeah, that that that's that a dumpster fire. Thing. That, that's, that's a whole, whole dumpster d- fire. <laughs> like pe- people in Ubisoft like to like just break this down or do um, uh, summarize it a little bit. Um, high up execs in Ubisoft or are kind of like creepy predators, and yeah. just like shitty people overall. Um, yep. But then it started getting to the streaming community, and it's hit the speedrun community fairly hard. Like a lot of yeah. bigger streamers in general or content creators like because there's some from youtube and stuff it's not just yeah. limited to twitch let, but the speedrun community has been hit pretty hard too let's just say this much the time that i was editing the podcast two weeks ago that's when you said when is this going to hit the speedrunning community mm-hmm. i was laughing because the first news of it was spreading yeah and i was just like jesus it wasn't too long after Mm-hmm. There have been like many like allegations of sexual assault, um, and like uh, what is it? One of the big what? There's like one of the big like the Smash community we talked about. Like how was the Smash community? Like some people were outed as being like um, 
abusers and pedophiles, stuff like that, that's also hitting the speedrun community. Um, there's like one, I remember reading this story about a younger woman um, um, alleging that she was, I, don't, I, I feel like weird saying that because like she told her story about being raped by two speedrunners. Didn't even realize at the time it was people from the Banjo-Kazooie community who were the ones that they were um, accusing. Because, like, I, it came up in a chat I was in yesterday, and I'm like, wait, what's going on with the Banjo-Kazooie community? And I read about it, looked up the person, and then I'm like, I read this same story, like, three weeks ago. And I just did not make a connection it was them. So, like, it's, like, a, and then, um, just, it's, <laughs> it's, it's been a whole thing. Enough to, like, cause, I don't remember if this was the exact cause of it, but some people have been banned from ESA and stuff like that. It's, it's been, it's been a lot in the communities and I'm just wondering um, what else is out there that we don't know yet I know recently I don't know if I don't know if we should name names or anything probably not going to until this is like yeah confirmed until stuff, it's like fully 100% because big... even so it's 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 like we're still not even 100% sure I mean there are the accusations of course but until mm. It's hundred percent proven. We don't want to be doing cancel concert for nothing, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, like there's the most recent one I can t- I can think of just to keep it as fair as generic as possible. It was someone in the Final Fantasy speedrun community and like something they did that's been coming back to them, and it's been really. Uh, I've been following this one, trying to figure out where that's gonna, how like where this is gonna pop. This has been interesting to watch <laughs> in like the most, I guess, morbid way possible. Just trying to figure out like where is what is it all this that we just don't know? Yeah, of like people that we thought were fine. And like I, I think I said this last time that I, I think one of the reasons this all tends to come out in clusters is because one person needs to speak out and they need to be acknowledged and they need to be have a platform of some sort in order to get people to believe them because if you have 10 quieter voices that are speaking out they're gonna get like shut down by people who are in support of the person who's assaulting them but if you have one person with a bigger platform who's speaking out and they're like actually being acknowledged and accepted that's when all of a sudden you feel safe to come out which is a really unfortunate thing that people don't feel safe to tell their stories because they're afraid that they're not going to be heard. So, so I was so, just like, I was like, <laughs> like, like catching yeah, up I mean, something there. No, I was like, yeah, so I mean, on this. I mean, it's just people be nice to each other, please. Don't be creeps and just be nice to each other and treat treat people with respect. That's all we can say mm-hmm. at this point. Like, I really don't know, like, really how to even, like, like you know, tackle this subject on this show because it's mostly me whining about something. Mo- mm-hmm. Most of Potosaurus is me whining about stuff and then Ken trying to keep us, like, trucking along. So, like, <laughs> I'm never sure how to bring up more serious topics on it, but it's definitely something that needs to be noted. But definitely, yeah. like, my biggest thing is, like, always just, like, look into what's going on. Educate yourself about yeah. what's being said. Who's saying it? Who is it about? Yeah, that that's another thing. Y- y'all need to look into this and for yourself and be noted and kind of just keep track of things like that. Don't 
don't just hear one thing and believe it absolutely to be true and from mm. it so it's not even want to say like you know look up the stuff and make your own opinion it's more of like look at the stuff and like step back and just objectively figure out what the situation is he, listen yeah. yeah listen more than tell your own opinion yeah yeah which is something I'm t- doing right now is telling my opinion. <laughs> but but like, still, I like... mean, I think it's important to listen with objectivity. and Because I think our instantaneous reaction, especially if it would happen to be somebody that we know is to get defensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you, you need to listen to both both things because, you know, pe- people can do things. and mm-hmm. Yeah, that you might not even imagine. Yep. So, but yeah, like Ken said, just it, it, kindness literally costs you nothing. There are rare cases where being kind to somebody might cost you a little bit of your pride, but it is absolutely worth it. Yeah, overall, just be nice to people for the love of God, please. It would be a much better place if we all were. Mm. But so I don't think there's 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 not much else to say about it. Yeah. It's, it's still been a fairly like slow summer. I mean, I'm playing N64 games, so you can tell where the summer's been going for us. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I don't think you guys watch the Ubisoft stuff, right? No, not at all. My m- yeah. moderator that has uh, her own podcast described Ubisoft as the person who comes in, basically farts, and then leaves the room. Oh, that yeah, was their that's presentation. pretty much how it was because literally it's just like, how are we going to introduce vacant land with towers into a thing? My my friend, who is a big Assassin's Creed fan, was very happy for one thing and one thing only that they're introducing in the the new one, which is being able to go and be one with the crowd, which is a feature they took out of like oh, all the that recent been gone? ones. Yeah, apparently, it was like the best part was like I think they took that out after. Four, I don't remember maybe? being in Unity or in. Maybe in Syndicate. I remember Syndicate and Unity were bad. Those are the last two I played. But, like, yeah, you used to be able to, like, blend in. There was so much more you could do in 2 than you could in later games. Yeah, so... I I haven't touched the series since 3 because my whole thing was... His story was was it, and I was like, I'm not interested in all the other ones. My friend keeps on telling me to play 4, and I... Oh, I'm, play I'm, 4. Four, four, 4 still has vague connections to what happened to 3. It kind of tells you what happened after, and it's the last link to that story. Okay, because like I, I'm watching him play Odyssey, and him hate playing the game because he hates the the, the RPG elements that they introduce mm-hmm. to it. Because literally, he can't assassin fully assassinate someone unless he has a certain level above them or oh, a certain gear, stupid. and and it and they brought that into the new one, and it's like. They they introduced the hidden blade though, so they said they listened to the the complaints of Odyssey and they're trying to fix it with this one while building off what happened in Odyssey. But, but did I, Odyssey I don't and know. Origins not have hidden blades. Odyssey didn't. I don't think. That's I don't the, know the about Origins. One Origin. thing people like from Assassin's Creed. That's the one cool thing. Or uh, like an instant kill kind of thing. I don't. Mm. I'm, I'm not too sure. Uh, from the the watching that i've done with the game it doesn't look like that but uh, far cry that's a whole other thing that i I don't know what they're trying to do they're they're, that specific genre or company that handles that game literally likes to stir the pot 
especially from five with anything. I like their offshoot games. Their offshoot games are much more fun in my opinion, but uh, six looks all right. And they, they have that one guy that always does the evil stuff from Breaking Bad. Uh, I, I don't know his name either. Esposito. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, but yeah, he he's the main master mind in six, and it looks somewhat interesting. You'll have a voice protagonist in this one, which is something that they took away from th- from four and five, I think. So, but uh, that's pretty much all the news as of right now. We'll we'll find out much more about what's going to happen with Xbox and if there's a price, probably next podcast. So. We'll possibly talk about that more next time. I'm not too look, sure. Look forward to the next episode instead. <laughs> yeah, look forward to the next episode where it's just going to be me ragging on Microsoft if they don't release a release date or price, or just in general if they have a bad showing because that's what I've been known to do. I'm, I like to wave the Sony flag, but I'm, uh, it's I want Microsoft to do well, but it's 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 hard to root for them sometimes especially with their third their third party sh- showcase was just so bad it was so bad but with that let's move on to questions shall we all right well from my discord server i have made in its own channel called potasaurus questions so it'll be easy to find that one now our first question comes from chiuri oh by the way everyone has a donkey kong themed nickname right now i am dino kong he is chiu kong the way the Kong nicknames work is the first word has to be two syllables followed by Kong. A lot of people don't get this and have made the wrong type of Kong thing. It has to be something, it has to be Dun Dun Kong, Dino Kong, Tita Kong, Veggie Kong. Just Am I explaining. Pot of Kong then? You would be Gaku Kong. I don't know, we'd have to figure that out. Yeah. We'd have to figure that one out. Because like your real name would work with that anyway. You can be, <laughs> you can't even do Aloha. Or Mahalo. Mahalo Kong. No, because there are too many syllables. <laughs> and now I'm looking at the names of people in your Discord and I stumble upon Timbers. I can call you Surfy Kong. Because you go surfing. Yeah. I don't know. You'd just be Funky Kong then. Alright, our first one comes from Chiori or Chiyu Kong. Favorite type of sausage? The reason why this question is being asked is because we have found this channel on youtube called let me find it because this is a fantastic one i'm oh, gonna shout this them out this one you though. sent me the the water sausage I, I love it. yes god it's called ordinary sausage i love this channel this guy just makes sausages of anything <laughs> and it's amazing this guy is fantastic love him um he did an entire kfc big box meal sausage he's done a pizza uh. sausage and ice ice sausage was the follow-up to the water sausage spoiler it's like the water sausage <laughs> <laughs> candy sausage it's a lot of nightmare shit that... it's great it's called ordinary sausage follow them favorite type of sausage um spicy what? italian sausage portuguese. Um, portuguese sausage yeah it's it's something that's located in hawaii so gotcha. it's it's really funny because they, they, we have a thing in in the mcdonald's here where we have portuguese spam and rice meals mm-hmm. plate lunches here for mcdonald's and it's uh, it's only in Hawaii, so this I did not know that the first time I went to the mainland, and I went to California, and I was like, "Can I have a Portuguese sausage, egg and rice meal?" And they're looking at me like, "What the what the hell did you just say?" Kind of thing. Get a burger. You're supposed to yeah. get a burger or, or 
uh, hot cakes. I got the hot yeah. cakes. It was breakfast time, my friend. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I didn't know the Portuguese thing with it was a breakfast food. Yeah, it's a it's a breakfast meal only. Fangirl, what's your favorite type of sausage? I have been Corn? I have been making um my own breakfast sausage with turkey, and I am a big fan of that. But there is a local um sausage maker here, I guess, in town that makes a spicy Italian sausage that I I won't buy anything else, but from them, it's what? so good. Wait. There's someone that makes us the sausages, like a, like a, like a butcher kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah, we have that here. Mm-hmm. In St. Louis is called Volpe. Oh wow! Yeah, it's oh, yeah, so it's that's really an good. actual thing, not just the thing in the like the TVs. No. Yeah, we have like we still have butcher shop in like the old um the old Italian part of town. Yeah, there's there's a couple butcher shops here too. Yeah. I'll take you next that's... time you're here. Yeah, I was gonna say that's one thing I need to go. I need to go to like an actual butcher shop. I'll take you to get meat. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much better when you get it from a, like a butcher. It's so. It, I wish I could do it all the time. It's like fresher. Yes. Where they know like the cuts and stuff. Yes. Uh... Our second question from Chiyu Kong is favorite non-arcade puzzle game. Luminous, or Medios. Uh, Catherine. Non-arcade puzzle game. Missed. Like I'm as are. I guess that works. Wait, do they mean like I can't pick? Like anything Tetris-like, like arcade. That's what I would think. That's I would what think, I. Like, not that's Tetris. what I assumed. Yeah. All right. Well, then take mine back. Let me think. Um. Uh, it would either be that or bubble bobble. <laughs> bubble bobble. I think Mist would qualify for me because that's a puzzle game. That's all puzzles. Mm. I'm like oh, Resident Evil. Around in my game Resident Evil. Puzzle yeah. games. <laughs> I should specifically say Mist um, Three. Miss 3 has by far the best puzzles. This is hard when you take that out. Um, I don't know. Silent Hill 2. <laughs> I don't know. Alright, Fatal... What, go ahead, what? You're not a Joe Sandwich one? No. <laughs> fatal Kong asks, Favorite DK64 minigame? Um, I wouldn't know. I never played DK64. <laughs> the ones where you have to, like, like get through the area like and find the... Like the maze ones. I like the maze ones. Bingo, what's your favorite DK64 minigame, and why is it Beaver Bother? Whatever one you got lost in the game, you were, and you were ended up in like the area you weren't supposed to be in. That, that <laughs> does not narrow it down very much. I don't know. I don't know what part of the game it was, but you kept talking about like I think I broke it because I don't think this is supposed to be here. Like I think I'm in a testing area. You said. Oh yeah, that was the testing area. Yeah, that's my favorite minigame. Fair choice. <laughs> um. Black Shotgun are they made their name concerned Yikes Kong. See how the it doesn't work. Y- yikes or y- Yikey Kong would work, but concerned Yikes Kong does not work. It does not fit the pattern. What's worse, DK64 or DS? Now they didn't specify what DS means. Um, I will say DK64 is better than most games that have DS as their their shorthand, like Dark Souls. It's better than Dark Souls. D- Dark Souls is the only thing I've heard referred to as DS. I have not heard anybody refer to Death Stranding Death as Stranding. DS. And De- De- yeah, Death Stranding, they're probably just Demon called Souls. Demon Souls. D- oh, Demon Souls. I forgot about Demon Souls. Dino Psoriasis. Dino Psoriasis? Barry followed up by calling that one Dersona Sive. <laughs> God. So yeah, DK64 is better than most of those. Dual um, screens. I don't know. Like DK sixty four is harder than Dark Souls. I'm sorry. There's no way. One hundred and one percent of Dark of DK sixty four is harder than any Dark Souls game. 
Because there's not many ways you can get better at Donkey Kong 64. Because sometimes it's just up to the game being a dick to whether or not you're going to lose or win. For well, Dark Souls, is just memorize a pattern. Alright, so our next question comes from Veggie Kong. Any thoughts on the constant stream of revelations about awful people and abusers in the streaming sphere? Um, <laughs> kind of touched uh, upon it a little bit. Um, I'm not surprised, but I'm still disappointed. Just disappointment. Yeah, disappointment. I, I am disappointed. Thoughts on how the platform and medium might be enabling these people? I mean, you put someone in front of a camera with an audience, like... Yeah, fame, honestly. And the, like, the even, bad thing about those audiences is, like, you're going to have people within those audience that aspire to... Very impressionable. Very impressionable. Yeah. Not only very impressionable, but as soon as they latch on to somebody, that somebody can do no wrong, and so then they themselves become very toxic, and it just... Mm, yeah. Within the communities I'm in, there's a couple people that have way too much influence that they, than they should have. These are like the people getting up towards like the 1K viewer range. They have way too much influence. No one man should have all that power. Oh, um, yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because there's some, they're like, you know, so-and-so pretty much of this. I'm like, look, we need to diversify no, our communities more. You- so there's like two or three people at the top at most of them, and it's like, this is... This needs to be broken down more. You use we have that, a hierarchy within these communities, and this is not right. You used that quote appropriately, so good. But yeah, I mean, you put you put anyone in front of a camera, they're going to say whatever they want, and they have a captive audience until you turn it off. Mm-hmm. And even um, if put, even if like unless people start to actively like leave the chat, but for as many people leave because of the things they say, there's going to be more people coming in for the things they say. So, mm. yeah. Um, let's see. Our next question. Puddin' Kong asks, what's a better AMV combo bes- um, besides Dragon Ball Z and Linkin Park? Um, I don't know. Papa Roach and Naruto. I am a... Dragon Ball Z and let the body sit the floor. I am a big fan yeah. of the uh, Pokemon animation with the song... I think the song was it's actually called Bitches. <laughs> oh, and also any any Kingdom Hearts three official trailer with "Let the Body Sit the Floor" in mid two thousands, also mid to late two thousands. There, just with all the bodies, like because like in Kingdom <laughs> Hearts, all the the trailers just people falling, yeah, <laughs> hitting yeah. shit. Yeah. I would now yeah. want to watch it's, one of these. It, I'm it, gonna go look those up. It's 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 oh. it's the. It's the best. Like, I remember that my friend, this is like the infancy of YouTube. And we were like, oh, man, they just uploaded the Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer because this is like a year or two after Kingdom Hearts 2 came out. Oh, they just, let, let's go watch it. And it's just like the bodies at the floor. Okay. I just couldn't. So anytime we hear let's the bodies hit the floor, we just think of that or any Final Fantasy 7 Advent Children AMVs. <laughs> Tofu suggested Radiohead and Fully Cooly. It's an interesting choice. Yeah, um, that, that is very interesting. Veggie Kong, or their next question from Veggie Kong is thoughts on SMT5 and more importantly the SMT3 remaster. I think we covered that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited yep, for yep, SMT3 yep. Uh, and 5, despite the fact that I don't buy Atlas games, so it might be breaking my, my, um, my vow there. Oh, but SMT5 is breaking the norm. Because God is already dead in a JRPG. Wow. They already attacked and dethroned God. Yeah. Fatal Kong asks, which is better, peanuts or cashews? Peanuts. 
Cashews. 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 Cashews are okay sometimes, but they're too soft. You don't get that crunch out of them. That crunch. Not yeah. the crunch. I don't want the crunch. Corny Kong. Corny Kong asks. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts on people overhyping the Direct Mini even after Nintendo had put like three tweets explaining what it was going to be? We touched upon that, but it's just like people are stupid and they just they don't want to believe what they're told. Y'all expect too yeah. much. It's a mini. If it was a big one, it would make sense. But they said it was a mini about third-party publishers. Imagine complaining about getting news about Shin Megami Tensei Five, and then in out of nowhere, remaster of three. And they're just like, "Well, it's not Persona Five. We've already gotten two versions of Persona Five. Why do we need another one?" Well, I mean, let's just say this much: the Catherine release didn't really spoke any fires off of that. We're never getting Persona on a non-Sony system. Yes, just please, accept it. We'll, we'll never get the main just series one on there. But they put we'll Joker and Smash. Yeah, because Strikers and 3D, the 3DS and game Q exists. And... <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter anymore anyway. We've learned that it doesn't matter if they're on the platform or not. Because, like, I mean, we're, we're going to get characters who are not from anything important. Like, like Cloud was not on any on any Nintendo system in his real form yeah. When he was announced for Smash, he was in Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. And the Theater Rhythm games. Yeah, and those were not real appearances by him. Those were non-canon appearances. And he didn't even look like himself in either one. So it doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. Let's see. Next one um, from Concerned Yikes Kong again doesn't fit the pattern. Best alcohol and recommendations. Cider. Oh, that's a, that's a solid, that's a solid recommendation. Yeah, I'm a sochu and beer kind of guy. So, I'd recommend beer more, but beer is I've got I've gotten to a point where I've gotten I've gotten to a point where I can't really drink beer anymore. But cider and shochu are like solid because, like, even with cider being like all sugar, it doesn't have that same heaviness that beer does. Mm. And like yeah, all I, good American beer is like heavy. Yeah, with Sochi, you can also, with beer, you can do Bunzai Bombs, which are the best, so. And you can flavor Shochu however you want. Like, yeah. Chuhai is, like, the one thing you can drink as, like, a group of men in Japan, and no one really looks at you weird. They're just like, yeah. you sure you don't want a beer? And we're like, no, this is fine. They're, like, totally fine with it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Best non-alcoholic beverage, asked Horny Kong. Uh, Water. Cherry. Vanilla Coke. <laughs> Ugh. Coke Zero. St- reg- regular Coke, Coke zero. here for me for that. I didn't. A- Coke vanilla Coke Zero. <laughs> I didn't answer the alcohol one because I drink hurt. trash alcohol choices. Apparently, if that's what Do I've you been drink told. Boone's Farm. No, I like Moscato wine, vodka lemonades, and uh, margaritas. If I didn't know you were white, I would now. Exactly. Exactly. Actually, the, my if favorite. You, if I had no idea of anything about you and you told me that, I'd be like, you're from the Midwest and you're white. Yep. <laughs> Bailey's and hot cocoa and uh, cranberry wine well, and apple cider. If What you need to do is put Bailey's into Abuelita hot cocoa. That sounds, Abuelita is the good that stuff. That sounds really good. It's probably rich as fuck, but it's probably really good. Mm, I don't care. I'm, I'm for non-alcoholic, I'm a Coke person just plain regular no fancy stuff just give me regular coke 
Well, besides that, there's also the in, in Japan. I'm also a partial to the Mets cola. Mets is alright. I like Mitsuya yeah. cider because it's really, really bubbly. Mitsuya cider. I've also gotten this really, really strong Canada Dry ginger ale over the weekend, <laughs> and I've drank so much of it because it's really spicy. Ugh, I like ginger ale. Oh, I love, I love spicy ginger ale. I'm a big fan of and lemonade. I, get to, I also get to make the joke to my girlfriend that I like spicy ginger, and then she looks at me and she's like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> But that is all the questions we had. Thank you guys so much for asking them. If I missed one of your questions, I probably couldn't see it because everyone decided to have a discussion in the questions channel again, which is why I made it to the questions channel so that I wouldn't have to surf, sift through question, or comments to read questions. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Thanks. where can we find you? Is Or does anyone have any announcements that they want to bring up before we kind of round out here? No, I'm good. What about you, Fangirl? Nope. Someday I will have something, uh, hopefully. <laughs> uh, like I said earlier in the month, I appeared on a f- Japanese film podcast called Japan on Film, where I talked about Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. So if you guys want to hear my my talk about it, and if you guys want to give Percy a follow, he's a really good guy, and he really does like the Japanese cinema. So if you guys really like Japanese cinema, give his podcast a listen, and give him a follow on Twitter. But, but yeah, where can we find you, fangirl? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Legend of No One, where I just tweet a bunch of nonsense, and you can also find me on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash name. And where can we find you, Lou? You can find me all over the internet on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, myspace even patreon at cody hunter i have a series on youtube called retrosaurus i just put up a apparently somewhat controversial opinion about about i just put up a somewhat controversial opinion about dk64 and (laughs) made that into a retrosaurus episode so please check that one out because i really like that one that was fun to make because that game kind of is ass despite the fact that i bought two additional copies of the game after i said that and made that episode but I play mostly retro games on Twitch, doing a lot of 100% lately. I'm trying to do that more, trying to get more out of the games, more of these classic ones that I got with my retro tank that was provided by my community. So definitely check me out on there Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time until I get tired. And how about you, Ken? Where we can find you? Or we just do that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can. You can find me on my Japanese music-based podcast called Ongaku Do You, where we talk about... What's new on the Japanese music industry, including the top 10 charts? So if you guys want to learn anything that isn't anime music, well, I mean, I don't know, Gerenge has kind of been on the charts for a while, but that's neither here or there. But you can follow us on there at Ongakuri on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow my personal antics on Twitter at OTYKen1, where I talk about Bushi Road and Bang Dream to a very nauseating extent so if you want to know anything about those two companies or seiyus or ghost of tsushima possibly by the time this comes out i have already written my opinions about microsoft so if you want to see my quote-unquote non-biased opinions about that (laughs) you can check that out there as well all right excellent but yes yes i want to say thank you for joining us on this episode of potosaurus And I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much, and have a great day. Aloha. Goodbye. Bye, y'all.
we just got a question asking from tofu why he's never been on invited on the podcast with his infinite knowledge and the answer to that is 